Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Baseball is not boring, and neither is... Christmas, the holiday season, um, gifts, Yuletide greetings, Festivus, whatever. Hanukkah. Hanukkah's not boring. I, I said, uh, yes, the holiday season is not boring. All right. You threw some, you threw some shine okay. for Christmas. I want to throw some shine for our Jewish friends, too. That, at that hand. At hand. What? I'm sorry? What? I'm pretty sure Ed is. Uh, he's yeah, oh, yeah. No, listen. We did, uh, we did our free agent podcast the other night, and uh, it was the first day of Hanukkah. So what a way to kick it off. Shalom. Talking free agents. There yeah. you go. But I think that, that it, no matter what, what um, denomination you are, you know, how you feel about religion, how you want to celebrate the holidays, whatever it is, we do know this, is that you get to this time of year, Coop, and it's just you want to give people some – you want to give back. You want to give presents. You want to give compliments. You want to – you want to make people feel good as you head into the last week of the year. So that's exactly what we're going to try to do. And, and first of all, I want to thank everybody, everybody, including you, Coop, for giving me this gift of this podcast, giving me this gift of being able to do this, of, of starting this project and all of it. That, that is the best gift, along with the sweatshirt and T-shirt. Um, that is the best gift that I could get. When we started this this uh, cause, this pro project, 
it was almost just about a year ago, right? Correct? You slid into my DMs on January 1st, New Year's Day. I must have been so bored, we're, man. Yeah. No, you must have been super you must have been super desperate, not bored. I don't know if desperate. Me, I think that you know what it is? <laughs> it's it's sort of like, you know, some people go work out. I'm like, okay, you know, this is a new year. I'm gonna start to do this and do that, do this and do that. And I'm gonna actually do work. I don't like holidays, by the way. I don't like holidays because it breaks things up. I want to keep things going and and maybe that's what I was thinking. But so anyway, I don't like the how you phrased it. I slid into your DMs. I contacted you, Coop. I contacted, contacted you me. on January 1st. And the whole impetus, and everyone probably knows the story by now, the baseball isn't boring story, um, that we started this with, you know, we were talking with Joe Kelly about doing a book. And this was sort of like we wanted to get the conversation going before we did the book. And that was the conversation. The baseball isn't boring. Big shout out to Swing Juice, the guys and girls over there at Swing Juice who make up the T-shirt, make up the sweatshirt, makes up all the merch. Uh, I mean, that's a huge, huge part of this. It, this is, as we know, that you know, T-shirts go a long way. I mean, as we, we saw right out of the back coop when we brought them down to spring training, boom, pow. Not, not, just, uh, not just down in spring training in Florida, but spring training down in Arizona because the Red right. Sox got a – they got a friend now who's a friend of the program. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think Justin Turner was the first guy that we actually had on video who wore the the Baseballs and Boring brand, the T-shirt, and he did a, a highly produced video of him getting out of his car, going to spring tra- training with the Dodgers, wearing Baseballs and Boring. So, you know, so a big fa- shout-out to, to Justin Turner, who we hope to have on sometime in the near future. But, you know, big shout out to him for, you know, he was at the head of the curve when it came to all this stuff. And like you said, this started back in January. And, and you know, we have our guy, Nate, who's really done a great job in, in graphics and everything else and helping promote it and market it and everything. And, and obviously, Courtney Finnecum has done a great job jumping on the podcast and, and doing all, all that she can. And she's going to be a big part of the big news with her coming up soon. So there's there's a lot of people to thank, but this goes all the way back to January. And I I sincerely mean it when when I'm talking about like what gift I can have and what I want, which I just want to continue this conversation. I want to continue this podcast. I want to continue to have fun with it. And it hasn't stopped being fun. And we've done, you know, I I know there is a haven't stopped being fun. You've been doing the podcast for seven weeks or whatever. Yeah, but we've been doing this. I mean, we've been doing this all year long. And we've been going and we've been going to the games. We've been giving out the T-shirts. We've been talking about it. And and we could see right away that, Coop, like people latched onto it. And that's one of the reasons why we knew that there was a podcast around the corner. And it's only going to get bigger from there. And and by the way, there's also a book around the corner. Big, no big, big deal. Yeah, it's been a long, long time in the process. And I've been happy to, to be along the way this whole time. I'll tell you, to, to piggyback off of people clinging to it, when we were in Cooperstown, uh, for the David Ortiz induction, um, I showed up with some of my friends. So we were separate on that whole event. But when we were, when I was going through the museum, one of my friends was wearing a baseballs and boring shirt, and a woman passed by, and she she proclaimed she just had no idea who I am. No, no one should really know who I am. I'm just the I'm the guy behind the the guy. But uh, she goes, oh, I really like that shirt. And she she was like, I think I actually bought one the other day. And I was like, swing juice. And she goes, yeah, that's the brand. And I was just like, wow, that was, that's kind of cool. Cause you see it a lot in Boston, not a lot, but you see people 
over in Boston starting to pick it up and everything, but to be out in Cooperstown and have some yeah, random well, lady. I mean, this is a thing. It's, it is, I suspect by the end we get to a year from now, it's the hope is, is that this is spread to like across the country already has started to, we see it on the social media accounts. I was talking to you about that today. The ad BB isn't boring. And I, I mean, you have done such an unbelievable job with that. I think it's closing in on 3000 Twitter followers, which, you know, it's, it's hard, man. It's hard to build that thing up. And you've, you've done a great job along with a lot of other people contributing to it. But we're starting to see that people from all over the country sort of chiming in and getting it's, – it's a fun conversation. It's a good thing. And, and you talked about Cooperstown. I had a similar experience where I'm walking through the crowd and some guy sitting in his, his lounge chair wearing his Baseballs and Boring T-shirt. And, you know, this is – it's and we know from spring training – where I brought some of them down and all, they were all immediately. I mean, Kike Hernandez, no lie, no lie, wore his baseballs and boring t-shirt every single day, every single day. And you know that in, by the time I left there, you had eight guys walking around the clubhouse and I suspect there's going to be a lot of different clubhouses doing this. And that's what we hope. We hope to continue this conversation but, you know, so anyway, before we get to handing out our own gifts, I just want to say my gift has already been given by by being, getting a chance to do this, getting a chance to do this podcast, getting a chance to do the book, getting a chance to do all the creative and fun things with you, Coop. Um, yeah, so this is this is my gift. And uh, and I appreciate it. And, and you know what? I mean, the, the other part about this is that, is that you, you have your friends who've helped out my family, I mean, my family is, I, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. My family has been like, you know, insanely interested in, in terms of, oh, we can do this and we can do that and we can do this and we can do that. And that's cool when you have your kids do it, when you have your wife do it. Um, and it's not out of desperation. It's just out of, hey, this is, this is an the love of the game. fun thing to do. For the love of the game. Which, by the way, you talk about your family getting involved. Uh, I've heard from you some stuff behind the scenes. Your son's getting involved in a re- very cool way, and I'm excited to see that come out in the new year. Um, you, oh, you, I, I think you're thinking about it a little too hard. It's something that's coming up. Oh, the thing that I have to fly out of town for? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, no, that listen, thing. I think it's a good way, you know, and this is a thing, and I think that we, we should take great pride in, in the podcast what we've done so far in, in terms of building it up. And there's a long way to go. But, you know, one of the things when you do a five day a week podcast, I, we could get in here and we haven't done a lot of these coop. I mean, where you and I are just talking. No, we're, we're on crazy. a lot of them, but you know, and that these are the easiest ones to do and they're valuable and, and, and we're going to have fun doing this one. But, you know, I think that there hasn't been one single day where we've mailed it in that we haven't been able to organize it, where we haven't been able to get someone of note, where we haven't been able to capitalize uh, on either something that's going on or actually make the news of something going on. And, and for, for a podcast, that's like seven weeks old doing five days a week, you know, in the off season, no less that, I think that we were able to accomplish, which I got to be honest with you, Coop. Like I, you know, I probably think that the company didn't think that we would be able to, and, and, and maybe when the season started, but, as we found out, the baseball stuff, man, it never ends. I mean, it, it comes just, it comes easy. It, it does come easy. I mean, there's something every single day. And today just happened to be the the holiday gifts that we're going to give out to teams. 
Everyone so before we do it. that, is there anything else that you, am I missing? Um, no, I mean, have you ever have you ever thought about baseball isn't boring as you know you and Joe's love child? Because uh, uh, you sure. could phrase it that way. I mean, you could I, even I say it's the the second coming because you know around that Christmas time, the holiday season. No one was well, expecting we, you to give birth to this thing. Kids. We don't need any more. <laughs> uh, it, but, you know, there's it's really the baseball miracle. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because you talk about the thing that I'm about to do. I'm about to leave town to film something. Let's just say with a, with a well-known actor that, that's a big fan of, um, of the project and of some of the stuff we're going to do. And um, so I, I'm about to do that. And that's a great way to kick off the year. But the book comes out, and I know that we push the book all over the place, but the book comes out on February 28th. And, you know, I'm looking forward to part of the fun of that is, is it, you know, a book is hard work, man. Like you went through it. Uh, you went through it in terms of helping us. You're earning the acknowledgments. And, but it's hard work. And the payoff is when it comes out and having the fun and having the gratification of seeing it which is basically the book is uh, a damn near perfect game, Reclaiming America's Pastime, which I co-authored with Joe Kelly. And it's it's basically the conversation, the baseballs and boring conversation. We actually tried to name it Baseballs and Boring, but that's okay. That's it was fine. too good. It's, the name was too good. They told us it would sell out too, too fast. Yeah. But uh, a damn near perfect game, Reclaiming America's Pastime. And, and so what is fun, especially when you get a guy like Joe, the fun part is – is now you have another thing to sort of use as the catapult for the conversation. And can, I, can I tease people so that they, they really want to buy it? Sure. I got to listen to Joe Kelly and Rob Manfred have a conversation. And obviously the, the, the recording of that isn't there, but it's written out in text in the book. And uh, it's interesting. You have two guys that truly care about the game and I think have butted heads before. Um so getting to listen to that, I felt very privileged, but also that's going to be accessible to everyone. Like you can go and read that conversation. So uh, I, everyone should really check out the book. That That is my heart of heart. That's my unbiased uh, sell of the book for you, Rob. Yeah, well, thank you. And, and you know, I think that when we talk about the book and people say, oh, are you happy with it? And I, and I can say, and I've written two other books leading into this, two very different books. I did one you know, when I was just, you know, a reporter at the Lowell Sun and, and I followed around Theo his first year in J.P. Ricciardi. Um, and, you know, the publisher wasn't very big. I did a lot of the work myself, but it was tremendously gratifying and I was proud of it. Um, and then the next one was after Mike Lowell won the MVP, the World Series MVP in 2007. And I did his autobiography. And I mean, that was just such an honor and because First of all, is he's an unbelievable guy with an unbelievable story. This isn't just like, hey, let's write a book about this guy. I mean, this guy's story was great, and he was a machine talking about it. it was such a great experience. And this is completely different, too. And when people ask, oh, did you have fun? Do you think it's a good book? And I just say, like, listen, man, it's fun. Like, And that's all. That's what we're talking about. And you've already been privy to some of it. But that's what it's about. And I think that's what comes across in this. It's like, let's not, it's not get heavy, man. Like, let's not get that, hey, um, you know, I'm going to tell you why baseball's so bad. No, I mean, there's some of that, but it's fun. It, it's fun because you had, like you said, you had, <laughs> I said to tell this story all the time where, you know, if you told me that I would be transcribing, you know, 
uh, interview with Rob uh, with um, Joe Kelly interviewing Rob Lowe. I mean, like, like what? Huh? But or, or like they said with Manfred. I mean, this is so anyway, my overall point is that this whole thing is is the is something that is easy to talk about every single day in so many different ways. And that's why we do this podcast, right? So there you go. There we there. go. Get off your soapbox now. Let's talk about some uh, some needs for teams. Well, I mean, I feel like it's important to to address all this stuff. Is that all right? You want to you want to delete everything that I said? No, I'm just I'm very bad with sentimental stuff. My my old Irish Boston ways, you know, they show the truth. It's not I'm really sentimental. Kind of, it's it's just it's just reflecting on it. And no, you're being a big lug right now. You're being a massive lug. You're showing some love around the holiday season. It's appreciated. Mm. Doesn't go unnoticed. And all that you do it also does not go unnoticed. So, Rob, thank you for me. Saying big lug. That, You're a big lug. I'm going to clip that. That's just going to be pinned to the top of the Twitter profile. Okay. Um, good. Which, by the way, if people aren't following yet, that's my job as the socials guy. Just go and follow. Have a little. Well, I mean, this is a comment. Like the YouTube, the YouTube channel that started. Yep. Um, did so. We just had the last episode we had on was yesterday was uh, Papelbon, and. <laughs> I'm hitting that. I'm hitting that Santa Claus prop bet. I can tell you that much. I love it, man. Like he's. I, I look forward to talking with betting. And so well, the plan is we'll have a betting isn't boring day, and Papelbon will probably be the the guy on it uh, almost all the time. And and uh, <laughs> it's just funny talking to him. It's good. Anyway, 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 anyway. You're speaking of uh, having fun. Let's do uh, let's do what we do around this time of year, which is hand out gifts. And what we're going to do, we're going to do the exercise. And we're not going to be – we're going to do the exercise of handing out gifts to every fan base throughout Major League Baseball. And I don't want to get into the weeds. And I don't want to do, like, these long soliloquies about, you know, all this different stuff. But, you know, I do want to – I do want to go through, acknowledge each of these markets. And each, every one of these markets, if, if you stumble upon this and – and you say, hey, you know what? I want to add in this. I want this. Then, then go to the social media and add it in. But let's go through this thing. Let's go through this thing. All right. So this start, um, I think this start with. Do we want to go alphabetical or do we want to go by division? Do we have this planned out? No, we'll go division. We'll just go division. Okay. Top of mind. Top of mind. So why don't we start in the most talked about division? Thanks, about, thanks to the most talked about team. And that's the New York Mets. And that's the NL East. So the the gift that I want to give the the New York Mets is is basically um, I want to give the gift of of thank you like of appreciation. The I guess the all of it. I, I want to give and listen. This, this is this is going to be an outside the box. I'm not going to give this sort of generic gift to everybody. But I want to give the appreciation. I want to basically give. Steve Cohen, a thank you card. And I know he's catching a lot of crap right now from some of the owners. I know that people are talking about collusion and owners are going to be pissed off or whatever, but just thank you. Thank you. And I don't know if it's going to work out, Coop. I don't know. But all I know is that what we've seen this owner do is what we've been, what we as like stupid fans growing up saying, why can't you do something like that? It's right. awesome. I mean, like, I, I say it all the time. If Elon Musk wanted to be cool, he wouldn't buy Twitter. He'd buy a sports team and just ball out. Like, you want to make people like you? That's the best way. And, like, Steve Cohen, he's got, what, 
50% of New York now loving him. I don't, they, right. He might be growing that 50% because the Yankee fans might be jumping over to the Mets, even though the Yankees are now spending. But I mean, what is it? $495 million on the book. There's, uh, there's about like 10 teams at the bottom of the barrel that add up to that. Not even, I mean, it, who cares if all the other owners are getting upset? Cause I believe, I don't know if it was Ken Rosenthal, but it was some article from the athletic that came out saying some owners were getting upset that he's right, ruining yeah. the game. Yeah. Guess what? If you're not trying, you're not winning. Simple right. fact. Yeah, that is that is accurate. And and so all we want to do is we want to give a thank you card. That's all we want to do. Is that fair? I mean, that seems like a good gift. To I, you know what? I'll Everything toss in an Amazon else. gift card. I'll toss in an Amazon gift card too. Ooh. Ooh. He might be needing it. He's, he okay. threw out a lot of money. It's 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 the ultimate it's the ultimate like we're starting off with what do you get the guy who has everything which and the, the guy who has everything is the Mets fan base right now congratulations yeah. we'll give give you a gift card we'll give you some cash yeah we'll give you like- <laughs> no you know what we'll do we'll give him a book there you go so all right we're gonna give this is not gonna give books to everyone. everyone's just getting a book everyone's getting a book all right and a podcast um, <laughs> all right so. The next stop I'm going to do with the Atlanta Braves. And I want to uh, – what I want to do for the Atlanta Braves is I want to give them um, the the opportunity to actually replace a guy who was a fan favorite. I want them to have – I want to give them a shortstop. I don't – I want them to continue down the road of being good. And I want to give them a shortstop, much like the Houston Astros did when Correa left. They get Jeremy Pena in. But this, I love the way that Alex Anthopoulos has constructed his teams. I think he's a great GM, um, and I think that he's continued to sort of rebuild. It's a tough one, man. Like, Dansby Swanson is a tough one to lose. He was sort of integrated in that community. He seemed to be a good fit, but he wanted to go to Chicago. But the, the, they're going to be a good team, but I just want to give them a shortstop that, to, to give, do what Pena did with Houston, help them make them, them forget. That's that a good one? Very giving. Very giving. Right, thank you. All right. The next one is uh, – let's just go right to the uh, Miami Marlins. Um, okay. I want to give I want to give Skip Schumacher some wins. Just, just some wins. Just, just a smattering. I want – this is what I want. I want Skip Schumacher not to have the same fate as – this goes back a little bit. Mike Redmond, great guy. We talked about Mike Lowell. Mike Lowell is like Mike Redmond is Mike Lowell's best friend. So Redmond was the Marlins manager for a while. And, and, and Redmond actually asked Lowell, like, hey, do you want to be my bench coach? And Lowell's like, nah, man, I'm good. You know, I'm watching my kids. And I always remember this. There, Mike Redmond was going through like an epic Marlins 15-game losing streak or something. And Mike Lowell posted a picture of him on a, on a paddleboard in Bora Bora. I'm like, oh, man, you made the right decision. But I want I want Skip Schumacher to get the opportunity just to to have to maybe make a little bit of a run when nobody thought they were going to make a run. And I like know, that, right? That's good, right? Most, mostly, I mean, you know how I feel about Jazz Chisholm, so I would like to see him have some. Well, success. yeah, I mean, that's and that's another reason why, right? I want people to care about Jazz Chisholm. I want people to pay attention to what he's doing. And also, we had guys part of our baseballs and Borg family with. Nick Punto and Joe Kelly, both both friends with Skip Schumacher. They say he's a great guy. So there you go. All right, there's a there's the gift to the, the uh, Miami Marlins. All right, so we have three down in the division. Uh, 
We've got two more remaining for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> two more homes to hit. Uh, we have the, the Philadelphia Phillies. All right. So what I want, here's a gift to Philadelphia Phillies. Backward hat, Dave. I want one more round of backward hat, Dave. That, that means only one thing, and that means some playoff wins. That's what I mean. There's, if you're a Philadelphia, all you, you should be putting up a mural when you walk into the clubhouse in spring training of backward hat Dave. And of course, what I'm talking about is Dave Dombrowski in the champagne celebrations. He immediately changes out of his formal wear, puts on the backward hat and the flip flops and the workout shorts and dives straight into the tub of champagne. Like when you when you get backward hat Dave, you know that you've had a good season. So there you go. That's a good one. One more. One more. My 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 adopted city. Your adopted city. Uh who is that? Oh my gosh, the Washington Nationals. Washington Nationals, the team. They just that they just claimed Jeter Downs today. today. Or, or yesterday, I should say. All right. Um, so here's the gift I want for them. I want people in Washington to care as much about to care much as much about that team as they do of what's going on across town. I mean, I know that that scratches right where you itch, political science major, but with with all the happenings that potentially is going on there this year, in in, in that well, I don't know if you know that, but things happen in Washington. But I feel things like things do tend to happen year to year there. I want people to pay attention to the Nationals like they pay attention to. Um, the capital rides. There you go. Ah, ah okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little awesome. bit darker, but yeah, I mean, I guess they want something to change. Um, they're looking at something that's maybe not the prettiest right now. Um, uh, you know, I think that, <laughs> I, I, wasn't I, I take that, that back. I take that back because that's that's too generic. What no, I want? No, I actually, I don't think that was too generic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> At first, I thought you were talking so, about so the commanders. Like, I was like, want, yeah, it would be want, nice for the... You know, you know what would go a long way if, if you ride it at, uh, at the Nationals Park, right? Yeah, you know, storm storm the... and Actually, don't storm the entrance. I, we don't condone that behavior. No, It'd no, be but, funny. But, I would but in, laugh. In, like a celebratory, in a celebratory mode, right? <laughs> you're, you're breaking... I think that's what they thought they were doing, too. Yeah, well, I think I they... mean, put it this way. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to break things in Washington, D.C., do it in a celebratory fashion. That's Fair? what I did during college. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> we'll send you down there and you'll show them the way. And like, oh, in all seriousness, another thing is say, sell the team and then get someone who's going to pay the money and they're going to pay off on our, on our 360 to one bet or whatever it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got to buy the team, make the bet. And then be able to pay for the team that way. Maybe exactly. we should just buy it. So we just get it? to the trade deadline, spend some money, go on a run, win the World Series. There you go. And you can only do that if you sell the team. Sell so, the team. All right. Um, all right. So let's go to the uh, let's go to Central. All right. The Chicago Cubs. The Chicago Cubs is this is an easy one. I just want Dave Ross to be happy. I just want David Ross to be happy. He's a friend of the friend of the podcast. He's already been on. Um, good guy, good manager. Had a good run in the second half, and I feel like they they have actually executed. Where you know where you you have teams. Oh, we're going to rebuild and we're going to do this and that. But they've actually done it. Where they have a good young core, and now they get Dansby Swanson. They get a couple other guys. 
tie on. And now you're, now you can legitimately say, even though the Vegas odds are still, we were looking at this yesterday. I mean, they're still like crazy long shots, but, but they had a good run last year. So let's go. Give Dave a smile on his face. I believe, I believe uh, Dansby had said he wants to play for a contender, um, which is funny because he left the Braves, who <laughs> are arguably a contender. Uh, but yeah, to each their own. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm for that. Dave is a jolly guy. He, he always has a smile on his face. He, deser- he deserves to be, uh, yeah, he deserves to be a part of a winning team. He has been for a long time. So obviously, you know, you have to go through the rebuilding, but you want to come out on the other side of that. So anyway, so there you go. All right, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, what I want for them is I want Christian Yellick to be good. I want he's good for baseball if he's good, right? That's true. That's yeah. true. He's got it's, he's got it, good it, charisma. He's fun yeah. to watch play. When he was the MVP caliber player, he was he was fun to watch. Uh, I just stole this from you, but yeah, like that that one really resonated with me. Uh, and it's also they put so much money into him to build a contending team that. It's not really panning out now. No, and and you don't want to see a guy who, you know, is such a dynamic player sort of take a turn for the worse. So, you know, the revitalization of Christian Young. There you go. Merry Christmas. Good one. Um, one there. St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals, I, I wanna see, I wanna see I wanna see I wanna give them a catcher who makes doesn't make them forget. Um, um, Yachty, Yachty doesn't make them forget Yachty, but Wilson Contreras to actually be good. Like that's a tough spot for him, man. Like I know he's making a crap load of money, but still, like get the catcher in, keep that program going. They're always pretty good, and you know, so that that's a tough. Anytime you move on from from an icon like that, it's a tough thing, man. It it just is. So. Um, I would just say, hey, you know what? Here's my gift to you to have Contreras have a really, really good year, pay off on their investment and feel good about that and, and have be able to, to say, look back and say, hey, Yadi, nice career, but we're moving on. At the uh, very uh, least, Contreras probably bought himself much needed time if he comes out of the uh, if he comes out of the box slow, using baseball terms here for a baseball show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he comes out of the box slow, He's got the benefit of that. He left the the rival team's organization to come play for the cards. So he's got some good graces. Good good graces. He's in good graces. He's in good graces. With, he's in good graces with the the Cardinals fans. So he's got that. For and him. and the good news too is for the most part the Cardinals fans are like they're like oh well you know the game of baseball is a real winner today winner or lose. yeah they're just gonna leave in the seventh inning of a playoff game anyways <laughs> no, no. Um, so let's see we we have the Brewers we have the Cubs we have the Cardinals. Uh, now we have the. You want to get to the Pirates or who? Who am I missing? Pirates or the Reds? You got your pick. Ooh, okay. I'll start with the Reds because the Pirates deserve to go last. Okay. Um, the Reds. I want, and this is just a, a development that just happened. Will Myers signed with them. I want Will Myers to be really good for them. Like I want that to be a good signing. Like they don't sign anybody, and they're like, "Oh, we signed this guy for one year at seven, eight million, and like we don't have any money to sign anybody else." Okay, we'll make that one signing good. And Will Myers is a good guy. He was uh, he was a, a good fixture in San Diego for a long time. I've actually I actually like watching him play. I know he's not a great player, but I've always enjoyed watching him play. He's like so smooth and so like like he's just a good athlete. Um, 
And so just like make that a good investment. And then for Will Myers, I mean, they have a good year and then move on and get another contract. But if you're going to have one signing, just make it a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all you can ask for. I And to be honest, I think I would have gone a different direction. I just want the Reds to be good so that um, Votto can retire. Because Ooh, I, I don't think he's going to hang it up until he hits the playoffs again. Yeah, he's just yeah, going to be an Iron Man. Let's put an addendum to that one where I want I, – I agree. Not only retire, but just we get more – we don't have to seek out Joey Votto's – um, uh, his options. TikTok. We don't have yeah, to go to his we, TikTok to get content. Yeah, they, like, they, I just well, want natural baseball content of Joey yeah, Votto. And, and, he's and that that's good. another thing. Have Joey Votto be good. You know, it's just he deserves to be good. So. This might be a future podcast, or I, you tell me if you want to put a pin in this. Joey Votto, a Hall of Famer. I would have to look that up. Okay, so we're gonna put a pin in that because I think that'd be an interesting it, discussion. It, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a few weeks of Hall of Fame talks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, I found out today, this is, I haven't even told you this, um, a person who's on the Hall of Fame ballot for the first time is committed to the podcast, uh, I believe Ooh. on January 4th. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested yeah. now. He plays I'm a guitar. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corn Royo? Yeah. 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 So we'll, he'll be our very special um, Hall of Fame ballot correspondent. And, he can and only come on if he plays the guitar. That's my rule. I don't know how much you know jurisdiction I carry, but I want that. Okay, sure. We I should get another musician on with him. It's just like having another player. On. Rock Holt. <sighs> Rock plays the guitar, and yeah, he's got a set of pipes. Let's, let's branch out a little bit from Boston, okay? Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. There's, there's musicians all over the country. Um, all right, so lastly, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates in this division. Uh, what I hope for the Pittsburgh Pirates – are um, I'll only let go ahead. You take this one. Let me take this one. All yeah, right. Um, I mean, how big of a Christmas list are they allowed to have? That's the question. Just, this is like the, when, when as a kid, you get the toy catalog well, the problem, and you the just problem, start circling everything. The problem is, is that much like, you know, whereas you know, if you are the Mets, you expect the Range Rover for Christmas with a bow on it. With with the Pirates, you're getting the Yankee swap. I I was going to make the analogy of instead of getting an actual car, you're getting the ten set Hot Wheels. You get a whole bunch of you get a whole bunch of guys for like nothing. You get the, you get the ten dollars spending limit. Yeah, ten dollars spending. Yeah, I I would just say an owner. I would say the same thing as the Nats. Sell the team. I mean, that's yeah. too beautiful of a ballpark. That, that it's too a, historic of a team. It, that owner is rich. So a new owner who's going to spend the money. Up it, but until that happens, I'm sorry, you're getting a flashlight or, or, uh, or <laughs> flashcards. The, the $10 best we can do. It's a tricky deal. Yeah. So, um, all right. NL West. The Dodgers, um, the Dodgers, I want, I, I want them to have a great year from JD Martinez. That's what I want. And I know that that's Boston centric coming from, but, but, I want them to because this is a thing where you know, and we saw Noah Syndergaard. I'll lump that Noah Syndergaard in there too. I want those two guys to go in there and have great years, much better years than they had this past year, and continue the narrative that if you go to the Dodgers, you're going to fix something. Now, Kimbrel was the only—I mean, for a while he did when he's coming out to you know what the song. What was it like? 
Let uh, it go. Let it he go. came out to like. No, he came out to let it, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, during the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought, yeah. He, he yeah, had a good yeah. run, but so he was. But for the most part, guys go there as Syndergaard said the other day, and they they get the most out of them, they fix them, and they're good. So I would like to see those two guys have good years. Okay. There you go. I, I would like to see those two guys take away a roster spot from someone that was stated or reinstated as of yesterday. Yeah, he's not going to be – Trevor Bauer's not going to be a daughter. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be in any, any uh, player. Yeah, well, again, let's, let's revisit uh, his gifts maybe next Christmas. Um, so then you have uh, the San Francisco Giants. I want JP uh, – no, I want uh, Brandon Crawford to have an MVP here. That's what I want. I want their shortstop to have an MVP year. That's what I want. I mean, you got to put that Correa stuff in the rear view. It is what it is. It's over. It's done with. Nothing you can do. Whatever it was, you know. But this guy has been, like, dicked around about how, you know, oh, and you get Correa, now you're going to move positions. Well, all of a sudden, you're back at shortstop. So have a, have a show them all. Show them all. That's, that's a tall order because he's not even dealing with, you know, voices from within the franchise. He's, there's some big names outside the franchise that just joined the, the division as well. Well, they, they're talking about odds that have dropped. Holy mackerel. Hey, place that bet. Place that bet. Place that bet. And I also want to give, I want to give them the best facial recognition software they can, can afford. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyone who listens to the podcast knows what I'm talking about. I'm uh, always surprised so, that didn't catch on. Not not to to again derail us, no, but that was yeah. that was a super interesting thing that that I think just like never got picked well, up. Well, it's not only that we're it's not all we're saying. We had a we had a player on another team come out and say, "Oh yeah, I heard the same thing." What we're talking about is we've heard that the Giants have facial recognition software um, for the for pitchers, which isn't against the rules. No, um, it's not stealing signs. It's obviously, like if you raise an eyebrow, he's throwing a fastball. So um, yeah. Silicon right, Valley, so, man. <laughs> Everybody, you can only do it there. That's yeah. the only place you can do it. Yeah. Um, so uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm gonna I'm gonna default to. Oh no, you know what I want for? I was gonna you say something with Lavello, friend of the friend of the podcast, was just on the podcast. But I'm gonna say I want my gift to them is appreciation across baseball about how good Zach Gallon is. Okay. I can really get behind that one. You you got the good Christmas list right now. Yeah. I, I haven't really disagreed with too much on here. Yeah, and it's all off the top of my head. I've been, you know, it's I I know that I've been thinking about this for a long time. It's all embedded in my brain. I know what people want for Christmas. I'm great at giving Christmas gifts. I like my son computer bag, Arizona Diamondbacks. Did you did you, did you just spoil the Christmas gift? Yeah. Uh, yes. We're is he going to listen cars. tomorrow? Is, is this going to spoil everything for him? You need a computer bag. Yeah. Like I've already, I've already told my wife. I said, "Hey, this is what I'm getting you for Christmas because she doesn't like surprises." So, okay. I'm telling, okay. I'm telling the Arizona Diamondbacks, you're getting the Zach Gallon appreciation. All right. All right. So, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. All right. Um, the San Diego Padres. I want them to get the appreciation of of Xander Bogarts, not only because, you know, we're, you know, it's Boston centric, whatever, but when you have guys, when you have so many talented young guys there, so you have all these young players, you have Tatis, you have Soto, you have Machado, who's probably going to be leaving after next year. 
you need the anchor for uh, like this this uberly talented team. And as we know, you know, like there's no better bo- uh, anchor than the Xander Bogart. So just an appreciation. My gift is for everyone in San Diego to 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 get all the things that, that were made people in Boston clamor for Xander Bogarts. They got a so good there one. There you go. They got a good one. I say that begrudgingly just because I want to be right. one to appreciate them. Avert your eyes when they open that gift. Nice. Um, so the, you, you have the uh, Colorado Rockies. What I want for the Colorado Rockies, people understanding that they are actually playing in baseball games. <laughs> I think they are the most innocuous team in Major League Baseball. It's It's like this. They get good players, and then they have to move on. And they have a random signing like Chris Bryant, and then you know it's just it's just like there's nothing to them. Like they aren't going to win. They have zero identity. They're, exactly. That's that's a great way to put it. Which things? Because our good friend of the program, uh, Bard. Though we had him on Bradfoe's show, we should get him. Well, yeah, on the baseball is boring. Yeah. So Daniel Bard, and. Um, yeah, I mean, he's that's a great story. But the thing is that nobody like is paying attention because it's like this innocuous team. You said like they have just said no idea. So that's what we want to give them an identity. That's a great one, great way to put it, Coop. Thank you. We are giving the Colorado Rockies an identity. Boom. There you Boom. go. Uh, am I missing anyone else from the NL West? That that caps it for the NL entirely. Okay. All right, let's keep the momentum going. Let's start with the uh, the American League West. The American League West, I'm going to start with the Rangers. For me, this is an easy one. I want them, I don't want the Rangers to get the best version of Jake DeGrom. I just want Jake DeGrom to come in, and he's such a good pitcher. He's such a dominant pitcher. And I don't want him to take a step back. I want him to keep going, and I want this. like. And, and you know, the Rangers, if they've invested a lot of money. I want to see that. That I don't want to see another lousy team there. So that's my gift. That a the, the type of pitcher in Jake DeGrom that is going to make all the other investments worthwhile. Boom. Boom. There you go. And and $25 uh, margarita helmets for everybody. Just globe life to be the happening the happening place yeah, I mean, of the, is, the MLB. Yeah, it's, 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 it deserves to have people like excited in there. It's not so. just someone's shed in their backyard with a tin roof. It's more than that. No. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's the right now. That's exactly what it is. It's someone's shed with a tin roof that sells twenty five dollar margaritas and a helmet. It's that's Jerry Jones's shed in his backyard because it's oh at, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right across it's, the street. Let's, let's get the attention away from Jerry Jones and get it across the street to uh, to the the Rangers ballpark. All right, uh, the next one, the Oakland A's. I want to give you this is an easy one. I want to give you. <laughs> Another place to play baseball. Oh, no. Well, in Oakland or outside of Oakland? This isn't even, like, here's the thing. I can can actually controversially give some great merits for Tropicana Field. I can. I cannot give any any compliments other than the food trucks immediately outside the Oakland A's Coliseum, whatever it's called now. They, it, it's, it, it's the best way that I can describe it. I probably did this to you before, but the best way I describe it, it's like a, a store that's going out of business and it's just slowly going out of business and they're not restocking the shelves. Every two Where, months they're putting up the going out, everything uh, must go yeah, sign and, and 60%. Like, oh, the window broke. Uh, we're not going to fix it. 
Oh, man. <laughs> so are, are you saying they need to play in a new town or would you rather them? I don't care where they play. Okay. Just play in a different place. That's it. And okay. Yeah. And, and I, and at this point I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be averse to, I wouldn't be averse to playing in Las Vegas, you know? Ooh. So you've had, I mean, you've had your chance, man. Like you've had your chance. Yeah. So um, I, as someone that has family out in uh, the Bay area and I know how much, the Oakland means to the uh, or the athletics mean to the community. It it would sting to see them not only lose Golden State, not only lose the Raiders, but then go ahead and lose uh, the athletics. That would suck a whole lot. Um, so I I would hope that they can build something in there, but the odds are they are going to be going to Las Vegas. Yeah, it's you, you can only get so many chances, and then you lose the opportunity. So there you go. My gift to you. Oakland is a new state, another place to play, any place. If that means you're, you're you giving them a rector set with without any uh, instructions. Yeah, still. I mean, if that means you have to commute to Las Vegas, and so be it. Um, all right, so we got the Rangers, we got the A's, the Angels. Oh, man, this is just. I know that we we sort of default to wins, and you just want the team to win, and you want the team to be appreciated. But come on. Like, can we please – here's my gift. It's an easy one. A playoff game for Shohei, Tani, and Mike Trout. All right? Can we do that, please? And Hunter Renfro. And Hunter Renfro. <laughs> and, and, and Brendan Drury. So, yeah. All, yeah. all of them. But a, I mean, they, they got some game. fun guys. They got yeah, some fun guys. Yeah, a playoff guys. game I... for Tani and, and Trout. And, and, not, and not get to the point – where you get into the to the trade deadline, and then all of a sudden you have to start talking about trading Otani. Just give them, just let those because because yeah, okay, fine. You, uh, an Otani trade would be interesting, and wherever he signs is going to be interesting. But we're talking about two of the best players to ever play the game playing together, and the fact that they can't sniff the playoffs—that's a shame. That's my gift. We we talk about in Boston certain guys not living up to. Uh you know, a trade that happened a few years ago. Can you imagine being the guys on the opposite end of a Shohei Otani trade? Like they, that just forever cements you like in the ground for your baseball career. Like you're never going to live up to replacing that guy. Well, yeah. And, and also, I mean, they're in a bind anyway. I mean, they're, they're the fact that the angels, they have to resign this guy. You come in like in, and if you're the angels, to me, he's the $500 million guy. He is because, not only because he's a great player, but because of everything he does business-wise. He yeah. is, to me, he's twice as important business-wise as Mike Trout is. Mike Trout isn't drawing people in. Otani's drawing people in. Pe- so. People always have the argument, like, you wouldn't be able to recognize Mike Trout on the on the streets. I think you're going to be able to recognize Shohei Otani on the street. Like, he's a guy that kind of, he's in that transcending sports, uh, in that demographic of players in the world. Um, maybe not you know, messy, but I, I think he's on that level. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. So Seattle Mariners, I want people to identify Julio Rodriguez as one of the top five players in the game. I do not. This is the gift. When you look at Jersey sales, I want J rod. And like you said, like now that, now that he's part of the Royal couple of Seattle, oh. he's still dating the soccer player. Yes, the the most gorgeous couple I think in all of sports. Okay, now that now that Giselle and Brady are done. All right. Well, I want Seattle to be able to revel in not only the excellence of Julio Rodriguez as a top five player, but the excellence of having the Royal Couple in their city. 
they deserve it. So they, they more than deserve it. <laughs> I, I'm I'm standing the both of them. I don't care. <laughs> what would you do? You, your your initial like dream guest on the podcast with Pedroia is your second dream. Is your dream guest now? Right now, Julio Rodriguez and his girlfriend. Um, no, because I would just come across as a creep. I, I, I have enough, you know, self-awareness to be like, you're a little weird on this front coop. Yeah. It would be like, uh, it would be cool Shane meeting them. I would just be like, Hey guys, I, I hope for the best for you guys. And if you need someone to officiate your wedding, I can do that. Like you said, it would be, it would be like when I met Shane Elizabeth after American pie came out. <laughs> it was, it was uh, really, um, like, I've seen you. <laughs> Is that what the conversation was? It wasn't far off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, all right, so we got the Angels, we got the Rangers, we got the A's, we got the um, the Mariners, and uh, we got cap it the, off with the big guys. Oh, the Astros! Yeah, come on. We okay. they're, they're, how, who do you give that has everything? Like, what do you give them? Well, we we, we already said we you give them a gift card. That's what we gave the Max. Okay, okay. So um, uh, I don't know, man. That's, the Astros are a tough one. Pitching? I mean, they lost a big arm. Yeah, they, they have pitching. No, I, I think that – I think that um, – you know what we're going to – you know what they're going to get them? This is going to be an, an ironic gift. We're going to give them a, a signed copy of A Damn Near Perfect Game Reclaiming America's Pastime. Oh, by beautiful. Joseph Kelly and Rob Bradford. The gift of literacy. A gift of literacy. Just a reminder. Just a, We could give them Evan Drellick's book, which, by the way – I got an invite for his book release party today. No kidding. It's coming yeah, up. So winning, what is it? Winning cures everything or something like that. I don't know. It's a very timely story of the cheating Houston Astros. Um, like when did that happen? Um, but anyway, he's having a book party. So we could give him that, but no, we're going to give him this book. We give him the, like, like Joe Kelly said, he's like, he's, he's he wants to kill him with kindness. That's, that's what we're going to do. You're welcome, Houston. <laughs> You're welcome, Houston. All right. So the Central, Kansas City Royals. Kansas City Royals. Who the Kansas City Royals is a I want them to I want them to get a to find a player, and I don't know who that is, to find a player who emerges into the next Kansas City Royals superstar. Like that they've always usually had someone do that. Bobby. I want them to find that player. And that player probably is Bobby Witt Jr. So I guess what I'm saying is that my gift to them is Bobby Witt Jr. takes it to another level and much maybe isn't as good as Julio Rodriguez, but enters into the conversation and everyone knows that this guy is the guy that you build around. Boom. There it is. Boom. People hey. appreciate Bobby Witt Jr. Everyone loves Bobby. I'm, yeah. Come on. Um, Got a solid card right there for him. The Chicago White Sox. You know, cool. I'll let you have this one. Go ahead. I'm, oh. I'm contractually obligated not to take this one. Give him a playoff win. Give, give him not, a not just a not just a playoff appearance. Give him a playoff win. Because you give him a little cheese, you give him a little something to nibble on. You start to want more. You give him a little optimism. Players buy in, and you can start creating something cool where you get to see you know Tim Anderson do some fun stuff in the playoffs. Yeah, and so this is the gift I would give him is that. I would give them the the perfect fit that is Pedro Griffal. So this Ooh. is like you had to sort of weather 
the Tony La Russa era. So my gift would be they that they hired the right guy, and this guy is as good as Eduardo Perez told us he is, and he's 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 a good fit for a talented team. So okay. there you go. So the well man- wishes for the manager. Well wishes to the manager. Um, okay, so Cleveland uh, Guardians. <clears throat> Cleveland Guardians, I would give um, this the another what I would like to give them. I'm actually I'm going to bypass the entire team. I'm going to walk past the entire team. Can you I'm do that? Straight to Terry Francona. Okay. And say, here you go, Terry. You get another winning season that cements your status in the Baseball Hall of Fame. One more run, one more playoff run. I think he's already there. But just to make sure that you have the punctuation on it, there you go. One more run into the playoffs, Cooperstown for Terry Francona. So now does that negate, and this is this is in the, the world of gift giving that we live in right now where we're trying to give everything, we're, we're trying to put a positive on every team. Yeah. We want Chicago. We have interest in Chicago. We have many friends in Chicago. Yeah. Do we want Terry's winning run? to negate Chicago's winning run? Where do we stand on that? Because no, it's, I mean, t- it's think, tough when you have well, so many friends in the industry. Teams in, that, in that division that's going to win. I mean, we're, all we're asking for the Kansas City Royals is for Bobby Witt Jr. to be good. Okay. So, um, yeah, so, they, no, I mean, there's it's room for everybody. There's room for everybody. So then you have, um, uh, let's see, what else are we? Oh, Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins. Yeah. They um, also forgotten about in this whole free agency frenzy, so don't feel yeah, bad about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I want for them is not have to play in frigid temperatures for 80 games. Some nice days. That's all put I a, want for them. Put a dome on it. Put a do- I mean, you're not going to put a dome. It's a fairly new ballpark. Just play some nice. Minnesota, it's a very nice town, Minneapolis. It's a very nice time. This bat, let, let Rocco Baldelli bask in some nice days and some good baseball. I don't know. I'm going to say put a dome on it because everyone loves dome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, it's, it's like, you, like you're handing out like milk duds. It's, you can't just like be handing out domes. Uh, you can well, hand out dome. Okay. <laughs> you get a dome. You get a dome. You get Less a dome. of handing out you get a dome. It's not really handing out. It's... All right. I guess you could put I guess you could put a sheet on anything and call it a dome. All right. Uh, so, any more teams in the central that we're missing? With the White Sox, uh, I the Twins. We are. That's four. That's fourteen. Oh, the Tigers. The Tigers. There we go. Ugh, the Tigers. Um, I want to give the Tigers. <sighs> what do I want to give the Tigers? I think that you know. I want to give the, the Tigers that feeling. It wasn't too long ago, that feeling of we can't put them in the playoffs because we already have too many teams in the Central play. But no, I you want can't to give them Dome. We already gave Dome away. We, we, we're giving Domes. We've, we've given like this superstars. I just want them to have that feeling again that wasn't that long ago when they were going on all those runs where they had that insane pitching staff. You know, so the early two thousand twenty ten Scherzer and Verlander, Hannibal Sanchez and Priscilla, all these guys. So just that feeling of wanting to actually come to a baseball game and not being so like 
obviously depressing. And you know, you you made some signings and Baez and Eduardo Rodriguez and everything else, and they didn't really like take fruit. But you know, just get that get a feeling again that it's just not morose. It's not, it's the feeling of just wanting to actually pay attention to a team. I feel like that they haven't been able to do that for a little bit now. You want them to get a grip. Get a grip. Not an identity, just a grip. Just, just a grip. We, we've already given out the identity. We've given out the dome. Now I want to get Tigers, get a grip. There we go. All right. That, that caps off the central. There we go. One more division to go. Uh, we'll start with the Yankees. The Yankees, I want – this is the gift I'm going to give. The first day of spring training, I'm going to give a stool. This is what I'm going to give a stool. And all what kind the, of stool? Gonna, I mean, what, I, no, 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 a wooden stool. Okay. I'm going to put that wooden stool in the middle of the clubhouse. And on that wooden stool in the middle of the clubhouse, I'm going to have Aaron Judge stand on that stool. And I'm going to have Aaron Judge give a speech to the entire team. Because my gift to them is proof that I'm wrong, that a captaincy means nothing in baseball. Ooh. I'm going to give them the gift, the opportunity to prove that this is a reason. Like you're, it's not just eyewash that you're giving this guy the captain to the sea. He's getting on the stool, and his words matter. And everyone, get behind him, jump on Aaron Judge's big back, and let's go, let's go win. Can right? I, can I suggest something? I feel else? like I nailed that gift. Can I suggest something like an add-on sure. to that? Uh, sure. Some humble pie on top of that stool, so he can feed it to you. What? Okay, that one went over your head. A little yeah. humble pie. Feed you some I, humble I pie. I what you, humble pie is. I mean, yeah. uh, what's that have to do with, like, the captaincy? No. Because I mean, you said that the captainship doesn't matter. He can feed you some matter. humble pie. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, this proof. I, I sort of <laughs> understand the humble pie thing, but. There we go. No, I just want, I just want, I want, like, the, the, to prove me wrong that captains don't matter in baseball. And actually, that Aaron Judge takes it to the next level. Remember, remember, like that. One of the things that Joe had talked about when when the Dodgers, when Mookie went to the Dodgers, and Mookie got in front of the team and gave his speech, and everyone, and, and I think Joe's like, words yeah. were, it was Joe said it was cringeworthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and, hey, and that's, no, like, that's no like that's no like negative on Mookie, but it's just like in baseball. I've said it a million times. Captaincy is sort of overrated because there's so many different people that have to lead on a baseball team. But the Yankees are bucking the trend. I don't think there's any other captains in, in baseball. So prove me wrong. There Garrett you go. Cole is trying to get that C. Oh. I don't know if you – did you ever see that video of him in the clubhouse when he's like, come on, guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Come on. Point, exactly. Point yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, for the Tampa Bay Rays, my gift is 10 games – where you play in front of twenty five thousand people? Fair. Not just um, what was what was our friend's name down there? Oh, uh, Cassis's ball. Oh yeah, the Gafedo caught the ball. No, no, no. I mean, it's no ten games at Tropicana Field where you pay, play in front of twenty five people, twenty five thousand, maybe twenty five people. You know what our, our Chicago White Sox gift should have been t- like season tickets for him to go to the team that he's actually a fan of. Because he was a Chicago you're, fan. You're being way too specific for this part. And I'm, it's like in the shower later on when you start having like the thoughts of like, oh, I should have done that instead. Like that's what it, this is going to be. <laughs> All right. 
because now I have to give the whole backstory. I got passes his foul ball. I mean, home run, first home run. He was in the race. Uh, he was in the Tropicana Field stands. He caught the ball. He was a White Sox fan. He got a lot of crap for wanting to keep the ball. Um, and blah 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 blah. Great episode. Go listen to it. You can go find it on, on, on Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Podcast. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Moving but, on. So, um, anyway, 25,000 people for 10 games. That's why. Uh, the Boston Red Sox, this is an easy one. Just just have a player where you sign and that you feel like that you can have your kids show up to the ballpark wearing their name on the back of the jersey. And, obviously, that's an easy one. You have that guy, Rafael Devers. But if it's not him, you have to find somebody. It's a simple ask. Like, it's a simple – the you and I both know that the the part of the deal with Red Sox fans and the ownership is already always asked that you invest time and money to the the fans on the periphery, the the kids, the parents, everybody. But if Devers leaves, you aren't going to have anybody to put the name on the back of the little kid's jersey. No Cass one's going to be the next Halloween. guy. No one's dressing up a Halloween it's Trevor story. No. So um, yeah. So that's Here a good paid story. I mean, we we beat this to death at at nauseum on. Yes, well, I think it's I think it's very simple and very good gift. Um, okay, so then the the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays. I want I want people to understand. I want some. I want Friday nights at Rogers Center. Now you you might not be able to appreciate this. I've been to some Friday nights at Rogers Center is insanely can be insanely crazy. I want it to be like every night, like Friday night at Rogers Center, where the Molson's flowing and the, the paper airplanes are flying all over the place, and you have these you you have an appreciation for that that group that is jumping over the dugout rail, and it's just it is like the WBC every night. Like I want that place to be nutty. I the want six the gets live. To be nutty. The six gets live. The what? The six gets live. Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> sure. So I so that's my gift. We have domes. We have uh, identity. We have nuttiness. I want nuttiness at, uh, at, at in, Tro- in Toronto. The Orioles. This isn't. This isn't a difficult one. The Orioles. I just want them to just keep. I mean, my gift to them is not taking a step back. Don't take the step back. Don't whatever whatever machine makes you take a step back. However, that is, if you put the treadmill in reverse, don't do that. Keep taking the step forward. A lead it's, foot. It's yes. It's it's put one foot as the uh, the old Christmas story said. Put one foot in, in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door. Put one foot in front, in front of, of the, the other. other. Yeah, there you and go. Soon you'll, you'll be walking, walking out the door. the door. That's the Orioles. That yeah. should be their theme song. Yeah. We nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right so that's a good one um and then uh so did we uh, that caps off everyone that's all 30 we, we go through the american league east we had the red sox the orioles the rays the blue the jays and the, and the blue jays yeah we get everyone yeah, everyone, everyone. <laughs> a lot of great gifts did you write them all down i we got them all right here oh nice did you feel like looking at them? Did you feel like this was a, a good distribution of uh, resources? Yeah, I thought you were going to ask if I felt like Santa's elf there, but yeah. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I did not know. I was not going to ask that. All right. But uh, well, yeah, I feel, no, like, I, yeah. I feel like we made people feel better about everything. That's what this holiday season's all about. So there you go. All right. Any, any parting words? No, just continue to, to engage with the podcast. You know, that's all I ask for. I'm, I'm on the Twitter accounts all day. I'm on the Instagram accounts. I, I need someone to talk to or else I'll go crazy. So just like interact with those. I appreciate everyone that's joined. I mean, we did this whole thank you thing at the beginning, but um, it's the holidays. We're being, we're feeling sentimental, you know, tell the people around you that you love them. That's, that's what I'm doing. So what we're asking for, what, no, what I'm asking for, for Coop, not for me, because I've already asked, I already said what I wanted. You're for in the Coop, giving mood. What I want everyone to do is go subscribe to the podcast, leave, leave a nice review for the podcast, follow on social media, retweet, get in the conversation on social media, all of that. That's all for Coop. He deserves it. He deserves, he puts in a lot of hard work. He deserves all of those, all of those sh- nice shiny things. It's better than a dome. Um, I don't know about that. Dome's pretty good, Rob. Dome's pretty dome's good. good. Those domes are good. All right, that's good. 